Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Warrior! You landed on the Coach JV Podcast. This is a raw, authentic podcast helping you understand the power you have inside of you to accomplish great things. I'm just going to warn you, if you're sensitive, this is not the podcast for you. But if you're ready to rise, let's go. Warriors, rise! Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Coach JV Podcast. I'm on Motivation, Health, and Life. I'm your host, Coach JV, your top health and mindset coach in the world. But you believe in your heart? You think in your mind will eventually become your words and become your reality. If you can see it in your mind, eventually you can hold it right here in your hands. What you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. Now, warriors, I want you to understand what I mean by fasting. Okay, I want you to think about our food system for a bit here. I want you to think about how we used to eat as human beings. Let's take it back to the farming days, right? So we'll go, let's go back to primal days, right? So we assume we came out of caves, we had to go hunt our food. I want you to think about this just for a moment before we go into the fasting protocol, right? Now, remember, consult your doctor or physician. What I want to talk about fasting today is about discipline, about taking control of your body and the food system and mindset, brain clarity, Okay. Who cares about the weight loss, things like that? But I want you to think about how we were designed as human beings and how we're living now, okay? So think about back in the days where cavemen or primal or cave women, right? So we had to leave our cave and there was long periods of fasting to find our food. And so I'm sure they had berries, low-hanging fruit, right? And think about the berries that are low-hanging fruit. The berries are low glycemic and they're very, very low in sugar and they give a lot of energy, pure glucose, immediate energy. And this is just my own perception, but as you climb up the tree to coconuts and to bananas, those are more sugary, more like Snickers bars, right? That's kind of weird if you really think about it, right? A banana is just like eating a Snickers bar, the amount of sugar in it. And if it's not used for energy, it's glucose. And if glucose is not used properly, it converts to glycogen, I believe, and stores into the muscle, right? I haven't talked about this stuff for a long time. So it's like, it's just my brain. I used to study this all the time, but I want you to think about how we live now, right? And around the 1950s, they created breakfast cereals. We used to eat eggs and bacon in the morning. We would eat some fats, which is ketones, right? And we would eat proteins and we would not spike our insulin. So we'd have sustainable energy to go work in the farm. And then you would have your desserts in the evening, 
right? You'd have your desserts in the evening. Maybe um, grandma made a pie or they made some ice cream and stuff. And so you'd work all day and your body would be acceptance of the glucose that you're bringing in. It would uptake it into regulate it up into the muscle stores, right? Repair the muscle. You'd wake up and do it again. But in the 1950s, we started to come out with breakfast cereals and Pop-Tarts. And I don't know if Pop-Tarts came out then, but we came out with these things that spike our insulin and there was zero cases of type two childhood diabetes back then. And now we're rampant with type two child childhood diabetes. So not only is it messing up our health, but it's messing up our brain function. And it's also making us very undisciplined human beings. So we've always told our kids, you got to have breakfast before school, right? I don't feed my kids breakfast. I feed them break fast. My daughter has always thought she's had bad eating habits because she's not hungry till about noon. The girl is in great shape and she's very healthy. She eats like a rabbit. She has great uh, um, eating habits. My kids, it's really interesting, just instinctively, I actually worse than they do. When they're done, if they, they don't automatically think, let's get dessert. If they're full, they say, no, we're good for dessert. We don't have treats in our house. We have to go get a special treat. If we put cookies in the house, we have to ask to get cookies. They can't just go into the cabinet. They have to ask for a snack. It's called a special treat. And so I've designed and molded their eating habits into a fasting protocol and breaking their fast when they're hungry, not when they want to eat or they're stress eating. Okay. So what we've done is we've used food as a crutch and it's by design to keep you sick and to keep you into the system. I want you to think about that just for a moment, Warriors, because the sicker you get, the more medication you buy and the more money they make, right? So people control the money, control the information, control the people. It's been like this way. If you're in the red pill boot camp, you're going to learn a lot about it. To, uh, excuse me. You learned about it yesterday. So I'm recording this on Sunday. So, so this is Tuesday, but if you're in the Red Pill Boot Camp, you went through Monday where I talked to you about the media. I talked to you about the financial system. I talked to you about the um, uh, education system, right? It was controlled by a large family. It doesn't, it, it's just what it is, Warriors. They're the richest family in the world, and they want to keep themselves the richest family in the world. And maybe they thought they were doing what was right, but they literally trained us to be workers, okay? So now here we are. Uh, we drink energy drinks now to get ourselves going. You have a Pop-Tart and an energy drink, your insulin spikes, and you're literally fucking up your brain function big time. And number one, you're losing complete control of your discipline. So now you're undisciplined. You can't control your food. You can't control your mind. Now you're taking depression medication and just a vicious cycle. So let's take the benefits of fasting for brain function, for leadership, and for taking control of our food. So I use fasting, for example, just coming off the holidays, I eat like complete dog shit and only gained three pounds during the holidays. The reason why a lot of bloat and stuff, but the reason why is because when in doubt, I always fasted it out. So if I eat really, really bad, which I did during the holidays is the next day I would fast until the hunger pain would kick in. And once the hunger pain kicked in, I would push two hours past that because that's your ghrelin, right? Kicking in. And so once the hunger pain kicked in, I fought through the hunger pain and then I would go two hours past that. And then I just eat like shit, right? But what I was allowing my body and my mind to know that I was in control of the food versus the food being in control of me. So number one is the control mechanism. You're taking control of your food and you're utilizing the food as if you see fit. Even if you're eating some junk food, you're using the junk food to feel your body or to uh, satisfy maybe a, um, what do you call it? Uh, emotional eating, right? But you're doing it to satisfy something, <laughs> but you're showing it that you're in control of it. Okay, so fasting, number one, shows self-discipline and control. Number two is brain function, brain function, brain function, brain function. When your body goes into a, uh, a fasted state, 
it starts to go into a ketosis type state. Now you're not going into full ketosis, but your body will start to produce ketones, right? And if you break your fast with fats and protein around 12 o'clock, you're going to kickstart the metabolic process. Number one, with the muscle building, with the, with the protein. And number two, with the fats, you're going to produce brain fuel to your brain. So one of the most powerful things that I love to do is that you fast until about noon, have a protein shake with some MCT oil in it. Oh my God. And some black coffee and your brain is buzzing warriors. You're pushing the caffeine. The fats are rushing into your brain. Your body has no glucose. So it's operating kind of off ketones. It's completely clear because there's no insulin spike. And then I eat my large calories at the end of the night warriors. So fasting for brain function, fasting for discipline and control is probably the most powerful thing, Warriors. So I highly recommend you research. If you're in the academy, when you get to day 43, we take you through the first four weeks of my fasting protocol, my exact nutrition plan. Then you go into week six, that'd be week five. You go into a deeper fasting. And then by the time you're in the warrior walk, you're in the OMOD, which is one meal a day, which is what I'm going right into uh, in 2022. I do much better with OMOD. I have so, I'm so freaking busy now, Warriors, that not eating is almost an inconvenience for me. So being able to do one meal a day is, is so much better. I need to compartmentalize my life and my eating and my structure so disciplined because I the the food takes up uh, brain function for me, right? It's like I got to think about where I got to eat. I got to have stuff ready. So it's like I got to have stuff meal prep warriors. 2022, I was like, I got to meal prep because if I have to think about eating, it takes away valuable time that I could use for productivity. So I want you to think about that warrior. So what am I doing? I'm doing OMOD, a modified OMOD. I'm going to be doing one big protein shake a day. Okay. That big protein shake will consist of about 75 grams of protein. Some people say your body can assimilate it. My body seems to, seems to do fine with a tablespoon of MCT oil. So that's going to give me a big chunk of my protein, right? Then I'm going to be eating a large meal. I'm not going to be counting calories in the beginning. I'll be eating a large meal, probably about one to one and a half cups of rice with some chalked up, um, you know, I used to be vegan, but I'm eating chicken right now. So I'll be eating some chicken uh, with some vegetables. And if I want a little treat, I'll have a, a little pint of um, some vegan ice cream, right? And that'll probably keep me under about 2000 calories. So I'm not going to be counting calories in the beginning until I hit a plateau point. Once I hit a plateau point, I'll start to adjust and start to count macros. And then once I count macros, that's when I'll get really, really lean. But I'm going to work to not have restrictions in regards to my nutrition plan of counting calories because that takes up brain function for me. Okay. So the more organized I can have the foods, the better off I'm going to be. So number one, I want you to think about brain function and discipline. You can make it till noon, Warriors. I'm not talking about diabetics. If you're a diabetic, consult your doctor. If you're type 2 diabetes, that's self-induced, right? But if you're type 1, <clears throat> a completely different story. But when I used to just be a trainer, there were so many people that got off their diabetic medication. So many people I got off their diabetic medication through fasting. And they've been told something, well, you got to eat. You got to eat frequently. You got to keep your blood sugar up. You got to keep your blood sugar up. It's like, no, your body is literally fucking freaking out and panicking because it's used to a dopamine and a drug that you're giving it sugar over and over and over again, warriors. So you are the greatest of all time. If you didn't listen to the Monday podcast, you need to find your own fingerprint, your own DNA, some silence. This is going to be an uncomfortable process. And this is about getting yourself uncomfortable warriors. So as we go into that tomorrow, we're going to talk about discipline, some discipline patterns you can put in place to get your shit together, warriors. So you are the greatest of all time. You need to make yourself uncomfortable. This is probably one of the things that's going to make you really uncomfortable. And that's good for you, Warriors. It's not bad for you. So stop teaching your kids. A lot of you are, you know, you're, oh, my kids got to have such a good life. And they got to, the discomfort is good for your kids, man. The kids that go through discomfort, you know, that is controlled discomfort and not chaos. They do very, very well, Warriors. 
and you you hover moms and hover dads that are over your kids and not giving them any you know soft pay, giving them a soft pillow to land on over and over and over they lose and they cry and you're like it's okay you all get a trophy that is really really bad for your kids because that's not how life works warriors that is if I didn't get the living shit kicked out of me and all the shit that happened to me and the resilience I had to go through as a child I wouldn't be where I'm at today warriors. So when I see my son going through some resistance or my daughter going through some resistance, needing to manage through stuff, I smile and I sit back and I say, enjoy it, embrace it. You know, as long as it's not catastrophic and destructive to their lives, it's good for them warriors. So stop giving yourself a soft pedal to land on. Stop giving your kids a soft pedal to land on. If you want to teach your kids, then become the greatest of all time within your paradigm. So warriors, we talked about Monday. If you haven't listened to that podcast, it was yesterday's podcast as you are the greatest of all time within your paradigm, different fingerprint, different DNA. And it's time to start making ourselves a little uncomfortable. So I highly recommend, consult your doctor, to start a fasting protocol. You don't have to have breakfast, warriors. It's called break fast, not breakfast. We made it breakfast, breakfast cereals. It's break your fast. Warriors, rise, get your shit together. Click the link below to join our private warrior academy. We teach you how to do all this stuff.